And welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Podcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. Hit subscribe, whatever you do, wherever you listen, doesn't matter. You know, it's so hard to do a podcast that people enjoy listening to. Uh, I just want to keep trying to put them out and hopefully it gets better and hopefully more people want to listen. So tell a friend. Uh, If you can help us out, I've got links in the show notes for Cash App or through Anchor or uh, Patreon. And maybe we can start uh, having some more bonus content and and things like that. It's just hard, but I'm trying. I'm trying, man. I promise. Um, Last couple weeks, which a lot's been going on with Ukraine and Russia and the war, and it's been crazy and... um, it's just a lot going on with gas and inflation and supply chain issues. It is an absolute mess right now. And uh, hopefully we can pull through it and the poor people of Ukraine can somehow get their lives back to what they were before and get it straightened. That's just a mess, man. I hate it. But Putin, Vladimir Putin is, uh, is really doing a number on them, and it's sad. But um, the last couple of weeks we've talked about um, the disappearance of summer whales and we've covered you know just the basics and then I went through and gave you some uh, intimate details that I know by being close to the investigation or close you know being local to this this horrible tragedy um, we covered the basics on that some of the, like I said some of the stuff you may not know and then we kind of broke down her statement but in this third episode we're going to do up kind of some updates and Miss Candace Bly Wells, which is Summer Wells' mother, and uh, Miss Candy Wells or Miss Candy whoever, the grandmother to Summer Wells, has come out and made statements. Uh, and she's got her YouTube page and uh, she's putting videos out and... Uh, it's just all a mess. So this third episode, we're going to do updates on the Summer Wells disappearance. This is the weekly podcast, and I appreciate it. So if you can help us out, if you can go subscribe, tell a friend, uh, send us an email, dubweeklypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, help us out if you can. Uh, Patreon, uh, Anchor, uh, Cash App, all the links are there in the show notes. But Miss uh, Candace made a statement. Miss uh, uh, Candy made a statement. Um, I feel like that uh, <clears throat> Candy's statement was the, the parts that were similar to, to Candace's statement were rehearsed with the piece of candy. And, you know, a few things changed. She talked about cactuses, talking about taking a nap. Um, of course, then the big big deal right now is Candace Wells and her uh, YouTube channel. She is on there, and she is asking for a wish list on Amazon, uh, money through Cash App. Um, she's drunk as a dog or high on Xanax one, but she uh, she's not helping herself out at all if she is innocent. Uh, you know, the big deal now is that she made the comment, you know, I would never do talking about being drunk and do anything against my kids again you know people are interpreting that as she's done something in order to do it again you've had to do it once or had done it before so they're thinking that she had done something to the kids before uh the bottom line is this it was not an ideal situation 
Uh, there's many, many problems in that house. Um, I think the root problem, she's never on offense for summer. I don't feel like she comes out trying to to resolve this case in any way. You know, that that's either something's just wrong with her or she's involved, but they're always playing defense. It only comes up with Summer when she's asked a question or somebody else brings it up or she feels attacked or whatever. There's no offense here, you know, and you would you figure you would see some kind of offense and her her YouTube channel is definitely odd. It is odd and she is terribly messed up on drugs or alcohol or both or something. So the the story that she tells, I I just I think I'm just gonna have to just, I just don't believe it. I just don't believe it. I think the timeline's a little a little skewed, but with the other hand, I don't think she's smart enough to pull off a big cover up. So there you stand, you wonder, is she just lucky to get away with it? Is she a mastermind that schemed this big cover-up? Was it an accident and, and her and her grandma covered it up? Or her and her grandma and Dawn covered it up? Or did somebody actually abduct her? It's, it's such a strange situation that I just have to go by her actions. And her actions right now tell me that she doesn't give a shit about her missing daughter. She And she might. And I hate to pass judgment, but... Uh, that's just my opinion, and that's all it is. It's my opinion. She's not putting any effort. None of the family's putting any effort to find Summer. Uh, they're not. Do, they're not. They're using this as an opportunity to try to make money, uh, and for God knows what else. I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. Um, I'd really love to know the truth into what happened, and I think the truth lies with Candace and Candy. I do. I believe something happened that day and they're just not they're just not telling us now. Is she smart enough to pull off a big cover up? No. But she is smart enough to stick to one story and not say anything else. You know. Um, I, I'm afraid the more she talks on that YouTube channel and I say afraid any lawyer that, with any sense would tell her to shut up and get off of YouTube, but she is continuously, continuously on there, uh, and it makes her look terrible. It makes her look terrible. So the updates uh, in this case are that, you know, Ronnie Lawson come out, the sheriff of Hawkins County stating that they're not cooperating, the family's not cooperating, and they've lawyered up, which that put Candy, the grandmother, to make a statement on the news. Story changed just a hair, a little more details on that story with the cactus, her taking a nap. Uh, and then uh, Candace has gone off and started this YouTube channel. Um, in one of their videos, she's got like this fire background and she's got the kids and Summer, the boys and Summer dancing in this fire. It's really, really odd. It, it's really, really odd. Um, so right now, uh, I don't know that if they're at a stalemate or if they have more information that they're just not you know, putting out to the public, but I feel like that they're looking directly at the family uh, in this Summer Wells disappearance. And I believe they have a right to because something's just not right with that story. Uh, some The, the parts that, that do, you know, every time that, you know you hear them talk or give an interview, they're talking about the piece of candy or we were planting flowers. You know, now they say we're planting cactus. There's a big difference in a flower cactus. Some of that just sounds rehearsed to me. Um, so you just wonder 
wonder what happened. I feel like that Dr. Phil, when he said they know something, they're hiding something, I feel like that's accurate because I feel like that they do know something and they're hiding, hiding something. They're definitely hiding something. Uh, but like I said, the new updates are they're not cooperating with law enforcement, which I feel like they never were. They're, they're always on defense, not on offense. Candace has got her YouTube channel uh, and Candy come out with a interview with the news that changed a few things in the original story from flowers, planting flowers to planting cactus. And now the, the grandmother's stating that, that she had taken a nap. So is she trying to distance herself a little bit from the situation? Who knows? And as far as Candace Wells goes, she's on YouTube. She's asking for money. She's asking for an Amazon. We've got her Amazon wish list, and she is higher than boat gas uh, on a lot of these videos. They're in poor taste. It, it kind of it makes me cringe, and I wonder what in the fuck she is thinking. But as of as of anything else, the searches. I don't know that they turned up anything. Um, I do know this last search a couple of weeks back. I seen that they had two dogs in a vacant lot at a church, which is about, uh, we'll call it a quarter mile down the road from the Wells' residence. Um, and uh, they did look for like three days there straight. Um, I think they interviewed one of the searchers done that they talked about. They were just going back over some of the areas that they really couldn't get to, you know, back in June with all the vegetation and everything grown up. So I'm hoping that a, a resolution is, uh, is just hope to God they find some answers in this case. I really, really do. I'm gonna break for a minute uh, and we'll be right back in just a second. And here's my impersonation of Candace Wells on her YouTube page. And that's it. Uh, for this last segment here, I want to talk about uh, something we do. We we own a company. It's a uh, advertising, marketing, sales solutions firm. We do uh, team building, we do uh, uh, closing techniques, sales training, uh, any of that stuff. Uh, but I want to talk about, you know, something positive. And I do have a cat, thank you. So, you know, you look at different people and you wonder what makes them successful or how they're able to, you know, build a business or become a top salesman or become you know great at what they do and, and find something they love and 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 do that and exceed and just make money and have success and sometimes it looks easy but it's and i guess there's times it is but it's not but i want to give you a few pointers here on how to really kind of ways to help you live your best life or better life. You know, you hear the term, the future is for the taking. You know, you hear that at, 
graduations, uh, when you get a new job or, or, you know, on wedding days, things like that. Uh, you know, some people can, can grab life with enthusiasm and take control of their futures, you know, but such a grandiose promise doesn't always pan out for everybody. And you often wonder, I wonder, why is that? Well, I mean, what makes that difference? You know, happy, successful, fulfilled individuals, I feel like they've learned how to live their best lives now. They make the most of what's going on now, the present moment, and, and thereby they enhance their future. Everybody can do that. You can do that. No matter where you are or what challenges you're facing, you can enjoy your best life right now. You know, a lot of people, they'll go through life, they'll have low self-esteem, they'll always be focusing on negative things, uh, they'll be feeling inferior or inadequate, or, you know, always dwelling on some reason why they can't be happy. You know, and others, they'll just procrastinate it and put it off, well, I'll do that next week or next month or whatever. You know, you always hear things like, someday things will be better. Someday I will be caught up with my work. Someday I'll earn more money and I won't have to worry about how to pay the bills. Someday I'm going to get in better physical condition. Someday, you know, I'll go to church or be spiritual or someday, someday, someday. You know, someday never comes. Today, today is the only day we have. The past is gone. The future's not guaranteed. We cannot do a damn thing about the past. And we have no idea what the future holds. But we can live our full potential right now, today. The present. It's a present. It's a gift. It is a gift. So, you know, I just want to go over a few simple but really, 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 really profound, you know, little steps or little things that you can do to improve your life regardless of of your current level of success or if you have no success at all. And it's going to be up to you to try to implement them every day, you know. I'm confident, though, that if you'll take the steps and I think ultimately it'll make you, make you happier, you know, than you ever have been before. Living with like a, a peace and just joy in your life and most importantly, enthusiasm. You know, not just for a few minutes or a moment, but try to implement it every day so it's something you can do and have for the rest rest of your life. First, you want to... I say the first one is open or enlarge your vision. Don't sell yourself short. You know, you can have that promotion. You can be the top salesman. You can be a millionaire. You you just have to start with a mindset that you deserve it and you can do it, which flows into having a good, you know, uh, healthy self-image. You've got to know with yourself that you can do it. It starts with you. You have to wake up every morning and say, I'm worthy. I'm good enough. I can do this and and be thankful for what you do have. And you got to discover how important 
words and thoughts are. Because what mindset you have about yourself, if you're constantly thinking, I can't, I can't, I can't, then you will never, you will not. You put that mindset, you start thinking, I can, I can, I can. You get up every morning and write down 10 positive things or have one positive thought, look in the mirror and you say, I can do this, whatever it may be. I can be top salesman. I can build this business. I can uh, close this sale. I can get this promotion. I can manage these people. You've got to change your mindset. You've got to change your thought process on who you are and how you feel about yourself. You have to ultimately let go of the past. The past is gone. It's gone, it's gone, it's gone. You cannot do anything about it. Learn from it and move on. The definition of insanity is to repeat the same thing over and over, but expecting a different result. Let go of the past. Now you gotta find good and bad. You gotta find strength and you gotta find different things. You gotta find a different way to look at certain adversities, you know, things that come up in life. You've gotta try to find the positive in them, learn from them and and move on from them, try to build from those. You can't just say, woe is me, woe is me, poor me, oh my God, this happened, this happened, this happened. You know, the old Chinese proverb talks about Basically, the man, you know, getting the horse and the horse dying and then the boy breaks his leg and it's all, throughout all these whole tragedies, you know, the man is there, they ask the Chinese proverb, you know, oh, hey, you feel so bad about that or it's, it's woe is me or poor me or this, but end result is things happen for a reason. And the bottom line, the, the moral to the story is, you know, the man gets the horse, he breaks his leg. But by breaking his leg, he doesn't get involved in the draft and the war. But it's just what I'm saying is things happen for a reason. I totally jacked that whole proverb up. But my point is, you know, breaking his leg at the time probably felt like a freaking disaster. But by him breaking his leg, he wasn't dragged off to a war. You get my point. Try to find some strength in the adversity. Try to find some good in it. Um, Joel Osteen says, live to give. And what that means, I feel like, is you have to be willing to help other people to get where they need to be in order for you to get where you need to be. Always have an open and kind heart and be willing to help. Because it just it does just take that one person to change your life drastically. You know, just learn to be, learn to be giving, learn to be caring, learn to be compassionate. Um, and just by God, choose to be happy. Choose to be happy. You know, you've got to let go of the past. You've got to change your mindset. You've got to determine that you, by God, are worth it. You can do it. And you're going to be successful in whatever. That doesn't necessarily mean monetary. It could be whatever it is you feel like success is. But you've got to accept it, and you've got to change your mindset. And every day that you get up, instead of harboring the negative thoughts, you think positive. You think it into existence, and it will happen. It will happen. You will be successful. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. Tell two friends. Tell a few more. 
we're just trying. I just would love more than anything, man, to have a, a successful, like, I mean, a big podcast. Our podcast is terribly small, but I love doing it. I enjoy it. I try to dance that fine line of, you know, I hear a lot of, like, jokes and stuff, but I just never found it pro. I just don't like to joke too much when I'm telling a story, by especially some kind of tragedy or, or murder. It's just, I don't know. But I think I'm going to try to maybe break it up a little bit and, and do some true crime, but maybe do some life lesson or, or sales techniques or, or or things like that. Something that, you know, maybe would help someone or become a better person or just better or whatever. They'd be the best that they can be, you know? And I'll finish with a story. And if this is has a lot to do with enlarging your vision or looking at something greater or... or changing your thought process. The story goes, a man on vacation in Hawaii with his wife. He was a good man who had achieved a modest measure of success, but he was on, you know, just kind of coasting along, you know, thinking he'd really already reached his limits. He'd been successful and he'd done well. And they were just out in Hawaii looking at the sights and they stopped to admire a gorgeous house. And it was, you know, set high up on a hill. It was beautiful. Property was, you know, had beautiful palm trees, lush green gardens. It was just picturesque. It was beautiful. A peaceful setting with a panoramic view overlooking the ocean. You know, as the man gazed at the magnificent home, he commented to his wife and the friend there. He said, I can't even imagine living in a place like that. And right there, something inside him said, don't worry, you won't. You will never live in a great place like that. And he was kind of startled at his own thoughts. And he asked himself, what do you mean? As long as you can't imagine it, as long as you can't see it, then it is not going to happen for you. And right then, that man correctly realized that his own thoughts and attitudes were condemning him to mediocrity. He determined then and there to start believing better of himself and believing better of God or the higher power. And it's the same with us. We have to conceive it on the inside before we're ever going to receive it on the outside. If you don't think you can have something good, then you never will. The barrier is in your mind. You know... It's not a lack of resources or, or lack of talent, you know, that prevents you from, from prospering. Your own wrong thinking can keep you from the best that you can be. Remember that, folks. This is The Weekly Podcast.